You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz, and we are speaking to Margaret Adovgal, Managing Director at Resource Work Society. And this week's topic is one week out from the Industry Indigenous event that's taking the Vancouver business community by storm, the Indigenous Partnership Success Showcase, happening June 1st and June 2nd. Margaret, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Good morning. You've been getting things ready for this conference for many months now, and we're now just days away from the doors opening at the Vancouver Convention Center. Run us through your program, Margaret. What are you most excited about? Well, it's been a very, very uh, long build-up, and uh, I'm very, very jazzed about everything we've brought together. We essentially built this thing from scratch with a very dedicated team, and although this is the fourth year doing it, it is definitely our most ambitious show. And, uh, of course, going from a smaller event to one that is over twice as large and it entails a lot of uncertainty, and you need to be quite ready to take on the risk of upscaling. So that's what we've done. We've cranked up everything from our communications to our attendance figures. But I'll be honest, I have the absolute best job in the world. I get to nerd out and talk to experts in their fields and guide the conversation in exciting and compelling directions. And uh, a lot of that is content planning, but I've also been doing a lot of non-content planning things like coordinating with vendors and uh, figuring out uh, small details that you wouldn't even think of. Uh, But I get to chat with them and uh, figure out how speakers and moderators are going to approach and showcase their ideas. And just last night, we were able to confirm that we've hit over 90 speakers for IPSS 2023, uh, which is a pretty big deal for a two-day conference. And about three-quarters of them are actually Indigenous. Uh, We also have some really incredible firsts. Uh, confirmed. Uh, I mentioned this before, but it's the first panel at a conference in Canada entirely in the Squamish language. And that's going to be delivered with simultaneous interpretation into English via infrared headsets. Uh, TELUS is sponsoring that. And uh, we've also worked with Encore, a Navy company. They're also another valued sponsor to get uh, a bunch of headsets from all the way across the country. Uh, But I also have another exciting first to share on June 2nd. Uh, We're going to have a panel that discusses Indigenous inclusion in the digital economy in the era of artificial intelligence, AI. And that's going to feature TELUS Vice President Shazia Zebsabani, Sean Gervais from the Digital Technology Supercluster, and Corey Wilson. She heads uh, BCIT's Indigenous Initiatives. And it's a really exciting time because uh, sophisticated generative AI tech has been called a black swan event. It's high impact. There's been wide-reaching consequences, difficult to predict or prepare for, but kind of seems inevitable in retrospect. And uh, this is, of course, a hugely disruptive trend across society, but, you know, so is reconciliation. And the really fascinating connection I see here is the potential for AI adoption across society to either accelerate progress or conversely, to entrench inequalities and disparities. And, you know, Canada already being in the midst of a seriously disruptive overhaul, uh, one that I think we would all agree is incredibly needed, uh, it's really going to be challenging institutions and actors across society and the economy to advance reconciliation with Indigenous peoples while also embracing the AI opportunity. Uh, But I wouldn't be surprised at all if this wasn't one of the first times ever that uh, reconciliation, digital access, and AI were being tackled in the same conversation conversation at a business conference. Uh, and one more thing, so many to share, but uh, I'll be moderating a really interesting chat with MLA Ellis Ross from Skeena and uh, former cabinet minister Tom Sidden. Uh, he was uh, Mulroney cabinet minister in Ottawa, uh, now long retired. And uh, there's a generation and a half between them. They're both phenomenal uh, center-right political leaders. Uh, and we'll be talking about the political discourse and culture change that has taken place in relation to reconciliation and rights and titles. So that's going to be a really fun chat.
Mm -hmm. It sounds like a very diverse and impactful agenda for the two days. Can you tell us about your overall vision for the event and what you hope to accomplish? Well, overall, I would say that articulating the destination, where do we want to get, that's really, really important. And many people, many people in Canada that I speak to, they don't really know what it's about yet. You know, I, I came from an immigrant family that arrived in Canada just a few years before I was born. My parents knew something was up in terms of the economic inequality that they could see our Indigenous neighbours experiencing, uh, especially in working-class Surrey, uh, where I grew up. But uh, no one ever explained to them or told them why that was the case. And I think a lot of people who are newcomers to Canada, or even those who have been here for generations, um, they don't really understand uh, why reconciliation is needed or how we can uh, fix the things that have led to economic exclusion that are responsible for a lot of the challenges that Indigenous peoples have faced. But we're talking about uh, reconciliation a lot more than ever before. I think still that many people lack that essential context. Um, and even more importantly, they don't know about the mechanisms that we can use to drive economic reconciliation. So even if they feel like it's something that needs work, they can't possibly be a part of it, right? Uh, but in a nutshell, that's actually what our event tries to inform them about. Uh, you know, for those who are practitioners of reconciliation, it is a practical, empowering event. Uh, we give them tools and knowledge. Uh, but for everyone, it's inspirational. We want to distill the essence of this huge trend that is sweeping society and the economy and ensure that the general public feels that they can be a part of it. And everyone does need to feel like they're a part of it for it to succeed. Only 5% of the Canadian population is Indigenous. Uh, but some of the most uh, offensive, to me, gaps in, in outcomes and, and well-being um, exist between Indigenous and non-Indigenous populations. And uh, those who are Indigenous deserve opportunities and deserve to be supported in pursuing solutions to these long-term challenges. And those of us who aren't Indigenous uh, have got to get the vision and to be a part of the solution. And that's, I think, how we drive towards Reconciled Canada. But, you know, on a content note, you know, no one needs boring talking heads on a stage or a screen. And that's been my essential role in developing this year's engaging content, meaningful really, really vibrant conversations enable people to immerse themselves in subject matter, apply others' learnings from other sectors, often in very different contexts, to their own challenges and opportunities. And culture, and the way you incorporate Indigenous culture, is key to this. It's not just ornamental or a thing you do after the fact. It's at the heart of how you conduct business and how you build relationships and communities. So we've been really thinking a lot about not only deeply indigenizing the way the event uh, rolls out, but also deeply indigenizing uh, the substance and the materials that we share. And speaking of culture, I heard that there's also going to be a fashion show. That's incredible and not something we usually see at a conference dinner. Tell us more. <laughs> Very right. Uh, you know, it's going to be a really, really nice event all throughout. Uh, lots of good food planned. Uh, the dinner is uh, going to be plated. And uh, we've actually still got tickets left for that. But let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, our June 1st reception uh, is going to be a really fun show. We're going to uh, have an Indigenous DJ playing, DJ Kukum, uh, as well as an LED dancer. Um, it was Salish. She has some beautiful moves to, to showcase for us. And that will lead into the dinner. It's going to be a really packed agenda. We'll be hearing from the regional chief of the Assembly of First Nations in B.C., Terry Tiji. There's going to be a fireside chat about a really unique, innovative partnership um, between the Hydra Nation and C-SPAN called Hi-C. Uh, Chief Crystal Smith uh, from the Hydra Nation will be speaking about that. And uh, as you've uh, picked up on, uh, we're going to have a fashion show on all Indigenous cast of models. 
uh, modeling the designs of Haida designer Dorothy Grant. And uh, Dorothy's known pretty well in fashion circles in Canada and around the world. And that's all going to be capped off by a really captivating performance by our returning performer from last year, Joey Styles. Uh, he's also bringing Carson Gray, uh, their uh, partners in, in art and performance. Uh, they're also partners in life. Uh, their kids are going to be uh, with us in town uh, that week. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful, beautiful show. They're both award-winning uh, performers and musicians. And um, we really want people to feel enraptured by surrounded by, captivated by uh, the best and brightest of Indigenous culture uh, that you can see. And so many people will have seen Indigenous visual art. Uh, if you ever come into Vancouver International Airport, <laughs> you'll see your fair share. Uh, but there is still this sort of gap, sense of things not being placed, um, not being connected to people. But uh, I've heard a lot of my neighbors and friends tell me over the years, they you know, haven't had deep conversations uh, uh, with Indigenous peoples. They haven't been involved in uh, cultural events. Um, and I think that is something that has massive creative potential for Canada and Canadians as a whole. Uh, it's a range of very beautiful cultures, many, many different diverse ones, um, that uh, has a lot to offer both traditionally and in the contemporary form. So I really hope those coming to our dinner will be able to really experience that and tap in. Now, before we wrap up, tell us how the public can get tickets. Well, very simply, if you want to uh, get to this event, whether it's the conference or the dinner, uh, both ideally, you can go to indigenoussuccess.ca and uh, just get your tickets. Um, if you're a student, a recent graduate, or an elder, we actually do have a waitlist still for complimentary tickets, and we're allocating them as we can. Um, so if you are interested in that, there are limited quantities. You need to move quickly. You can drop us a note at info at indigenoussuccess.ca or, you know, just message me directly on Twitter. I'm pretty fairly easily reached. And if you're with a business that really wants to bring more than one person out, you want your whole team to experience and learn, uh, meet other businesses that are similarly committed to this work, uh, you can also buy tables. So really encourage everyone to take that opportunity. Uh, quantities are being snapped up very, very quickly, but uh, it's going to be a fun show, and I'm excited to tell everyone about it. Awesome, Margaret. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. You too.